Hello and welcome to a special episode, Oscars edition of Bitchin', where two jaded gays talk about popular culture. I'm CEO Trey Taylor. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm Ian David Monroe. So the Oscars are this weekend, and actually, I just first want to get some housekeeping out of the way. I created a Spotify playlist called Bitchin' Bops, where we will update uh, weekly with all of the tracks that we end up playing on the episode, so you can be in tune with the best music around. Um, I'm going to add a link to the description of this episode, so watch out for that. Cool. Um, so this weekend is the Oscars, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. Are you excited? I'm excited about the Oscars. Yeah, I don't know if I'm really excited that Jimmy Kimmel is hosting, but what can you I'm do? I'm mostly excited for the Moana How Far I'll Go to win Best Song. So that What's-His-Face can get a, um, an EGOT? Lin no, Manuel. I really could care less about Lin-Manuel Miranda, but I just want like Alessia Cara to have a freakout on Twitter. Yeah, you love Alessia Caria. I don't know if I'm into that. Like, the Brampton, Ontario native is just soaring high in the sky with oh, her new music. Oh, is she from Canada? She's from Canada, and today oh. she just released uh, her new song with Zed called... Um, I have a question. Is he called Stay. Zed because of the letter Z being Zed in Canada? Oh, wait. Is Zed Canadian? If Zed is Canadian, I'll cry. I'm Wikipediaing it. I don't He's think a Russian he is German. Canadian. But yeah, I think no. they say Zed in other languages. I mean, probably. It probably is a Russian word for, like, shitty DJ. <laughs> uh, no, his last name is Zaslovsky. So I have. I bet it has something to do with that. But call me Zed for short. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's listen to Stay, actually, this new song that I, like, cannot get out of my head. All you have to do is stay. Just take your time The clock is ticking So stay All you have to do is wait A second Your hands on mine The clock is ticking So stay If we're going Let's just quickly, I think Because if you haven't seen the Oscar movies by now Like, girl, no There's no time to catch up I think we should go through the best pictures And say whether we've seen it or not seen it I've seen all the best pictures You've seen all the best pictures? Yeah. Who do you think I am? Some amateur? I know. <laughs> I'm I'm the amateur. So which I'm ones all... have you seen out of best picture winners? Okay, so I saw Moonlight. That was the first one I saw. Mm-hmm. I saw La La Land. I saw part of Manchester by the Sea. Um, I saw part of Fences. And I fell asleep during Arrival. <laughs> You saw, like, half of, like, half of them. I know, but to be honest, like, Hell or High Water didn't look very good. Oh, I watched Lion it last night. looked really cheesy. Hacksaw Ridge is not my kind of film. I, so, what was I supposed to do? Okay. I also have to admit, I saw only half of Hacksaw Ridge and maybe a third of Fences. Wow. What a boring, boring movie. Yeah, Fences was whack, so I didn't even... I, I honestly did not make it very far into Fences. They filmed the play. Like, it literally happens all in a backyard. And it's just, like, an angry dad who, like, yells at his son and 
He just, like, shames his wife. I think, like, after watching How to Get Away with Murder, I'm just tired of seeing an exasperated Viola Davis. (laughs) Like, I get it. She plays that character very well, but can she play something else? Okay, so what is your should win and will win from the best picture category? Should win is Moonlight. Moonlight should absolutely win. Will win is going to be that fucking La La Land. Okay, so why do you want Moonlight to win? Or why do you think it should win? That's a very good question. I think that it just... I think I liked Moonlight a lot because it showed um, characters that I haven't seen in film before in a way that made them feel um, modern, fresh, exciting, but also viable for future films. In that it this the characters in Moonlight aren't one offs. Like gay black males is not a singular film. Like you you can explore that cinema more. I think there are nuances of that film that weren't explored and that I would really like to see future movies take on. Just the complications of uh, gay relationships in black culture. Mm-hmm. So that's I think that's why I wanted to win. La La Land is literally just white people dancing around. And I think that has been so overdone and overplayed that it could retire tomorrow and I would never, ever look back. I think what I liked about Moonlight is the narrative structure. It's split into three chapters, which is quite interesting. And if it did win the best picture, it would probably be like the most uh, narratively unique of the bunch or of any actual best picture winner in history uh, to win the, the best picture. Um, I think Arrival and Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, and Lion, those are the five that were really commercial, very, like, you could see why uh, they were nominated, but, you know, quite popular amongst, like, large swathes of people. La La Land was very uh, different. As much as, like, there's been musicals before, I think, like, the cinematography and the the idea that, I mean, maybe it's, you know, this, a point to take away from it, but the idea that um, these actors are literally singing and dancing on the spot, like, as they record those scenes, they're singing live. You think and, that's uh, impressive? I do, because I get the idea that, like, it's meant to be kind of realist in a sense that there's people... They're just like your ordinary average kind of couple in Hollywood or whatever. No, I mean, but but like, have you seen Singing in the Rain? Yeah. Like, they did the same thing and it's ten times better. The dancing's better. They didn't better do the same s- thing. They did not do the same thing. What's different? It's not about jazz, for one. Uh, well, it's that's it's about first... like a man wooing a girl. And this is like, I don't know, a lot more updated, I would say. No, I just felt a lot more superficial and it felt stupid. Mm-hmm. I thought it was I just thought it was so boring and I think I agree with you about Moonlight the narrative structure is um, really unique and really original and it worked though I think Moonlight could easily be just as commercially successful as these other films if it was funded the way that it should be well it, it has been it has been quite commercially successful for like it's limited run which was still quite large but I think the best I can say about it is that it was okay. Like, I enjoyed it, but the main Moonlight? character, like, yeah, the main character doesn't really talk at all, which, sure, that's kind of the same thing that Casey Affleck does in Manchester by the Sea, but I just don't really see, like, any growth to the character. The end is really weird. Like, why did it end there? This kind of weird, like, you know, it was de- depressing. I mean, same I, with La La Land, I guess, but... 
Yeah. No, La La Land was not depressing in the same way that Moonlight was depressing. La La Land was depressing in the sense that you just wanted them to be together because it made the most sense. And that was that was the most frustrating part is that the most exciting part of the whole film wasn't even necessary. Like, it's not even realistic. As much as it's supposed to be a realist film, it wasn't even realistic. I just find so, nothing exciting about those two. About what? Moonlight Emma, and La La Land? Or? No, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. I just find nothing exciting about either of them. The exciting part of Emma Stone is you never know when her eye's going to pop out of its socket. Any moment now. I know. Do you think she has, like, Graves' disease? Because that... <laughs> One of the symptoms is bulging eyes. And I know this because Graves' disease runs in my family. I feel like her face, if she wasn't famous, would have been like a cover of an E-Bombs World article that you accidentally clicked on in like 2006. Yeah, her eyes could not be further from each other. (laughs) Okay, so what movies that I would not watch again out of the best picture? Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hidden Figures, Lion... And Manchester by the Sea and Moonlight. Fences and Lion are like two films I'm even actually honestly, Fences, Lion, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water are four films. I don't even understand why they're here. I think okay, I think Lion is severely underrated. It's I think uh my friend actually was told me to watch it and you know, I was like, Oh, this is gonna be painful and stuff. I was super engaged. Like, it was actually not what you expect to be. And it's such a good reminder that Nicole Kidman is legitimately, like, one of the best actresses when she's on, you know? She resembles exactly that, like, mom character that, you know, it shows at the end or whatever. Like, it's based on a true story about, like, some little Indian boy who gets lost and gets, like, adopted by this mom in Australia and then goes back to, like, find his village or whatever. But, like, I definitely... If I didn't cry, I definitely have like that kind of sore throat you have when you're like oh fighting back God. tears. That like that mom role she plays though is why I'm excited to see her in The Beguiled because I think she just plays the best characters. It's also um I'm She's most very stoic though. That's true. I'm most excited though for uh, Sunny Pawar, who is like the little, you know, five-year-old boy to to like I'm most excited to see him on the red carpet to and... be the new Jacob Tremblay exactly he's so cute i think e e uh news just took him to like uh universal studios and they got like butterbeer together he's like the cutest little kid i bet juliana rancic is so jealous he's smaller than her (laughs) what do you mean i don't know it wasn't her it wasn't her that took him oh i just every time i see juliana rancic on an e news red carpet anything she's like one inch away from disappearing (laughs) <laughs> she's also got Graves disease I think no she does not so, so moving on actor in a leading role who do we think actor in a leading role well I think okay who I think she win um just from what I've seen of Captain Fantastic Viggo Mortensen mm-hmm. who's going to win I think it's a toss up between Ryan Gosling and Casey Affleck I don't think Ryan Gosling deserves it I think he's so boring and has played the same character over and over again and then Casey Affleck I find a little problematic because of his um, past and the allegations against him for being sexually abusive to women yeah yeah it's a bit of like a yikes win but then again um, Mel Gibson's nominated this year so uh, I agree though Viggo Mortensen was really funny in Captain Fantastic and like a really 
involved character where Denzel Washington totally overacted. Ryan Gosling plays like his kind of quirky, funny character that he always cool does. Guy that he always plays. It's actually like interesting how he's gotten so that universal appeal because he's his humor is very like singular. He's bo- he's just plain. He's very mm-hmm. vanilla. He's as vanilla as Emma Stone is, to be quite frank. Actually, he's like quite charming. When I interviewed him, he when you like look into his eyes, you just kind of like are swept away. No, and he offered the... me a piece of gum, and I was like, I I'd love a piece of gum. It's the douchey kind of charm, though. It's like the charm where like he wants you to like him, just because it strokes his ego. I can see but it deep, all over. Deep his face. down, there's like deep insecurities. Yeah, I feel like it's every guy in LA. <laughs> um. Andrew Garfield was like, okay, in Hacksaw Ridge, eh. Casey Affleck, I thought, you know, I think he does actually deserve to win, um, putting his, like, problematic past aside. But, again, it's one of those roles where he, like, literally doesn't talk. Um, I watched a film last week that he was in. Uh, It was a Disney movie, and he literally plays the exact same character that he does in Manchester by the Sea. And it's obviously like this crappy Disney movie. Oh, it's called The Finest Hours. It's about like this guy on a uh, on a giant oil tanker that's like caught in a storm off the coast of Cape Cod. Uh, he literally plays like the character on the crew that everybody hates, but like has the best ideas. Same thing here. Off the top of my head, couldn't tell you a single other film that Casey Affleck has ever appeared in. I know, right? I mean, I know that I'm just, like, a little ignorant towards film, but I just don't, I don't know what his resume is. No, it's not good, but I think... Like, at least Viggo Mortensen was in Lord of the Rings. You know what I That's mean? That's true, and yeah. a lot of, yeah, a lot of other good films besides, but... Yeah, <laughs> like, History of Violence and that other I know, one. but let's not forget <laughs> about Lord of the Rings, Trey. That's true. Um, so, yeah, I think Casey will win. It'll probably be one of those cases where... He wins the Oscar and then, like, disappears forever and we never hear from him again. Kind of like that guy who won for the artist. What's his name? Jean Dujardin. Oh, yes. He has, like, what has he done lately? Nobody knows. Nope, no one does know. So, for Best Actress, I think uh, should win Isabelle Huppert, will win Emma Stone. Okay, you know who should win? Who? not even nominated, Annette Benning for 20th Century Women. Oh, I totally agree. That was like a robbery if I've ever seen one. Yeah, and you know what? It's because Meryl Streep took her motherfucking spot. Look, I get, so, I get that it's a tradition to nominate Meryl Streep for anything and everything she's in, but I saw part of Florence Foster Jenkins before I turned the television off. <laughs> and like, that's not the role. And Meryl knows that. It's really unfortunate she stole the thunder from uh, Annette Bening because 20th Century Film was uh, another kind of underrated one that like nobody really saw, but was probably one of the best films I saw last year. It was one of like I when I went to see it, it I was like floored, completely mm-hmm. floored. And I think it's because it's a hard sell. Uh, the film title makes it seem like it's all about women, but it's actually about a boy. It is like about a boy who's like raised by this kind of group of women who are all like were quirky and weird and i explained it uh as for film buffs out there if like annie hall became a mom (laughs) have you seen annie hall no but i think i get the reference yeah like diane like quirky diane keaton hippie mom becomes like uh you know the most unlikely of moms it's so funny 
But um, I haven't actually seen Elle with Isabelle Huppert in it. Uh, and I've heard it's kind of a hard, like, misogynistic watch. But I mostly just want her to upset Emma Stone. Because I heard on another podcast um, called Little Gold Men by Vanity Fair uh, that Emma Stone has already rented a party bus for, sun- for like, Sunday. And is going to be driving around from, like, party to party with all her friends. Because, like, they're celebrating her win already, basically. Which I think is just so disgusting. Ew, that's so cheap and tacky. Yeah. Um, I don't think that Natalie Portman's going to win because I saw Jackie before I fell asleep. Jackie <laughs> is another one that I fell, fell asleep in. So are we sure you're not narcoleptic? I don't know. I think that's just like any film I see with my boyfriend, I immediately fall asleep. Yeah, it's not Rufy for sure. It's definitely not Rufalin. Okay. <laughs> but Jack, I mean, Natalie Portman and Jackie had the strangest accent that just made no sense. And it just was so dry and so dull that it was a, a wonder that I even stayed up for the first 15 minutes. I mean, I wasn't alive for Jackie O's reign, but I, apparently a lot of linguists have said that it's like quite spot on, her accent. That's great. But like, I think Jackie O was one of those people that was better seen, not heard. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Like, okay, so we've got a lot of, like, kind of these middling categories nobody really cares about, but let's just do actor and actress and supporting role, and then we'll get to, like, some random ones. So, yeah. who do you sh- think? I think, uh, I think I know that Mahershala Ali will win for Moonlight for actor in a supporting role. Um, Lucas Hedges is, is, like, 20 or something. Dev Patel, I mean, he won for a Slumdog Millionaire, and that's, like, enough for, you know, they won't give him more. I find uh, him so tacky, Dev Patel, I don't know why. Do you know what I read the other day? I think I said this to you. Uh, you know how he like got this long hair, like the shoulder length hair now, and everyone mm-hmm. finds him suddenly hot? Well, you know what he puts in his hair? No, what? Cetaphil moisturizer. Ew, like in his hair? Yeah, and because someone was like, oh my gosh, your hair looks so good. Like, what's your secret? And he's like, you probably won't believe me, but I, I'm just so lazy. I like wash my face and like moisturize with the Cetaphil moisturizer and just rub the rest of my hair. Oh, that disgusting? God, that is disgusting. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. Um, I'd and be into Jeff- Mahershala winning, although I don't think his character was that deep. Is Naomi Harris nominated for Best Supporting Actress? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. She is incredible in Moonlight. And you know what? Octavia Spencer will win for Hidden Figures, but I definitely think Janelle Monet was totally robbed of that nomination octavia you spencer so? won before she if you've seen hidden figures octavia spencer is like not the main like not the person do you know what i mean like she's not the one yeah i didn't i didn't see hidden figures but i didn't think that um janelle Monet's character was that strong in moonlight that's true but she i don't know it was better than naomi harris's character i thought no absolutely not i think it takes a lot of skill to like Play a drunky mom. Yeah, to be that crazed. Convincingly. Mm, I was actually unconvinced. You know what confused it, you know, me it was the scene. Wait, it was the scene where she's in the car with the guy buying whatever that drug is that I don't know. And crack. she goes... Sure. Is that what it is? She's smoking it, Yeah, crack. it is crack, yeah. She's got a crack pipe. She's, she's buying crack from Mahershala Ali, and she literally goes from normal to just completely batshit. In a second, and I think that takes a lot of skill to not mm. come off as as bad acting or just really comical. Like it was really Kate, convincing. 
It was so good. And she actually, that scene, that scene was sad because like I can actually see that as being realistic, like a mom who kind of goes off the rails. But what mostly confused me is we when we first meet Naomi Harris's character in Moonlight, she looks like she's in Scrubs and maybe a nurse. And like literally the next scene, she's like a cracked out, like, you know, eye bulging and kind of yelling at her son to give her money and stuff. Like it, it's like zero to 100 real quick. It was pretty fast, but I think they were just trying to progress the narrative. Okay, so I don't know if you have, like, the list of nominees in front of you for the rest of these, but I just want to, like, name them quickly, what I think will win. Animated fe- animated feature film, Z- Zootopia, for sure. You don't think it's going to be Moana? No, Zootopia is, like, way more original, and, you know, the narrative was more interesting. There was a lot, like, going on there. I liked terms Zootopia. Of social commentary. I loved Zootopia. It, I did, too, yeah. I think it was better than Moana. All right, okay. fair. Cinematography. Arrival. If, if Moonlight doesn't win i think they did a great job of like making it look quite moody I read an, and colorful and interesting i read a um a really interesting interview with barry jenkins about the cinematography for moonlight and how he talked about um filming and lighting black skin is very different than filming and lighting white skin and so in that regard the way they made black skin have that bluish tint is is really incredible and it's not something you they've done it so effortlessly that you don't even realize watching it but knowing the work that goes into it it's super impressive mm-hmm. and uh i i do quite i think i'm quite impressed though as well by the cinematography in la la land like the crane shots they do and like the smooth kind of flow of it all it's very slick i mean everyone hates this movie but i am advocating for it to win i think in terms for la la land and cinematography it's technical skill but i think in terms of artistic skill moonlight beats it and i think in terms of beauty arrival beats both of them totally totally agree hey, you know what i just realized as we were going through everything i hate that the supporting um actress category has three women of color but the actual actress in a leading role has one and it's ruth nega who i think is half irish well you know why that is though it's because because of like the systemic racism in the industry uh the people who advocate for their actors of these movies to win put them into the supporting category because they know they can't win against white actresses in like the main actress category so they're technically committing category fraud like viola davis was definitely a lead actress in fences yeah that's what i was thinking too so it's it's a bit sad because like it's definitely going to viola davis who was definitely in like 63 percent of fences or whatever it was but it's it's sad because like if you put her up against the white actresses in the actress best actress category she wouldn't win oh i guess we should talk about um music original score since you got to interview michael levy Oh, well, you know what, actually, I just want to quickly mention is um, that J. Ralph guy. So this guy named J. Ralph has a nomination in music original song called The Empty Chair from Jim, the James Foley story, which I've not heard of that song, nor have I heard of that movie. But J. J. Ralph has actually been, uh, he's like one of the most nominated composers. He he is nominated like every time he makes a a song, basically, for a film. So he did... uh, he was nominated for Virunga, uh, for Racing Extinction, for um, Finding Vivian Meyer, The Cove, Man on Wire. Oh, he did uh, like, Racing Extinction? 
he yes he did uh is that the one with the anoni track i'm pretty sure anoni did a track too oh he did yeah that was the anoni track he was actually nominated for called manta ray manta ray yeah and was that's the one good? that's the one that she boycotted the oscars for last year oh really yeah, it's gorgeous Why? because they didn't ask her to perform it they asked everyone they asked everyone else but not her to perform it oh wow rude yeah, I think maybe they didn't ask one other person, but she was like, it's because I'm trans and you're trying, and I'm not, I don't have any commercial appeal. We're going back to um, the category of... Sorry, I was jumping back to original score, not original oh, song. Oh, right. Okay, right. So nominees I... are Jackie, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and Passengers. And while we all know La La Land will win, should win, is Jackie. I actually did like the score for Jackie. It was so good. If you've seen... Um, What's that? Under the Skin. The Jonathan Glazer movie Under the Skin. You know that like Michael Levi really has pioneered this kind of new micro trill thing with these like string sections that really get your like spine tingling. You're like one of the few people I know that like understands what that even means. <laughs> I let's like listen to one of the tracks from Jackie just quickly so people can get an idea of what I'm talking about. Anyway, we've been talking about the Oscars for too long now. Um, All right. I hope that La La Land wins. I hope Any that final doesn't. Thoughts I hope that like there's just a big upset and real films get nominated because fuck La La Land. We're over it. Okay, well, <laughs> we're going to go out on the new Calvin Harris, Frank Ocean, and Migos track slide. No, we're absolutely not. Yeah, we are. No, we're not. Thanks we for listening. Not. Be sure to tune in and... Uh, subscribe, give us your five-star reviews, and you can follow us on social media. I'm at Trey Tyler. And I'm at Ian David Monroe. Bye! Bye! Do you slide on all your nights like this? Do you try on all your nights like this? I might! Put some spotlight on the slide doesn't deserve the Oscar.